This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 160 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and loot fiend, Eric Getty Gettinger. BRB, going to do some quick chaos runs. Er, actually, let's podcast. With me is Tunic Champion, Alex Arona. I platinum that shit. I mean, it's not... I, I put it on Xbox, but that's like five points on the beat list. I thought we were not counting points on the beat list because you wanted to be fair. You know, well, mm, I gotta one say, to one. you have a lot of age games on there, and I feel like those age games, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Really? They're longer than some of the games that you play. That's All right. Mean. No, that it's not. It's it's truth. Also with us is Kirby Mouthful Mode Master Joel Dewitt. Nope, nope, not going to make a joke about putting stuff in my mouth. That's fine, but it doesn't keep me from being hungry this whole time. Uh, speaking of hungry, hungry we got our very own vampire survivor expert, Alec Parks. Long time, man. Yeah, it's been a little bit, but you know, there can only be one vampire survivor, and it's me. Uh, yeah, truly, it's it's a fact. So this week we're going to do a sexy dance in Early Adopters, chit-chat with the news, and then blow some stuff up in the backlog. Alright, move on to Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games that test our blade skills. Uh, we actually have three Early Adopters this week. Very exciting stuff. Let's, uh, let's start out with Nine Souls. Nine Souls. And... Uh, it's, I mean, we got Alec back, so I, I think it's only fair that we toss this one over to him. It seemed like you had a couple of good things to say about Nine Souls. Yeah, so it's a uh, action platformer kind of game, similar to um, Ori and the Blind Forest or Hollow Knight, games that we've all played in the past, but this adds a, a parry mechanic that is pretty pivotal to surviving. Uh, you start off the story as your character is kind of appears to be dying and gets pulled into this wall by these tentacles. I'm excited to see where that actually ends up later. Uh, and then you, the story progresses, you find out that these people are sacrificing villagers every year to the gods, only they don't actually know that they're sacrificing the villagers that that was a wild sequence yeah, yeah it was gruesome i gotta say that this game is is very very graphic and it, it doesn't it doesn't like is that you'd be surprised at how graphic it is it's just uh your character falls into a pit and all of a sudden his guts are just like exposed 
and I I thought that was very like it was very high detail intestines that made oh, me yeah. uncomfortable. And his brain at the beginning, ooh. And and yeah, when they were sacrificing to the gods, it basically rips off their head. Yeah, yeah, that that thing twists. <clears throat> mm, it's yeah, it twists. But they so the way that they play it off so that the villagers don't realize is there's this flash of light that occurs at the same time and the head is detached from the body and the body falls into this pit. Uh, again, very gruesome, but very cool and stylish in the way that they play it off. And your character is such a badass that one of the kids that he's been helping in the village for quite some time, he swoops in right at the last second to, to save him as you begin your descent into this machine that's clearly otherworldly it's real real cool real stylish and then you have like a uh like a an ai talking in your ear uh saying like hey man you probably shouldn't have done that but it's fine we'll figure it out from here let's go take out this uh weird alien spaceship together and we'll you know and uh kind of gives you some uh, a little bit of flack for jumping the gun on uh what was supposed to be a like a it seems like a it's you know this is supposed to be a sneaking mission snake yeah, but I, I told that guy to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Because the option was available. It was like, yeah, I know my place, or you shut up right now. Yep. Yeah. So it gives you a little bit of uh, agency there with, with some dialogue, dialogue options. But uh, I think that the the core, you know, combat mechanics of uh, there being a, a parry... There is an ability to dash through the enemies that puts on one of those uh, spirit tags that they put Mm. on spirits to kind of curse them. Uh, You put that on them and they explode. There is uh, just a normal dash, your sword swing. Uh, And I I assume there's going to be more options as far as the combat's concerned, just because it does feel so good and so integral to the game itself that it it is a lot of platforming combat. So I can only imagine there being new abilities. Uh, status effects and, and stuff like that. It skill just, tree. You got a skill oh, tree. Yep. And you and get a different equips menu. It definitely there's options for how do you interact with the spirit tags and everything. See, that's the kind of like in-depth uh, stuff I want to be able to customize. And then it, just in general, I feel like it just, it really felt good to play. I feel like the parry window isn't huge, but it's enough that it doesn't like it parries aren't nearly impossible to pull off. It feels pretty uh accessible to me. I felt like I was getting them pretty consistent. I mean it took a shot or two, but after that I was I was pretty consistently seeing like a flash of their weapon right before they attacked. You would see a little glint of light coming off their blade and then that meant you could parry. Yeah, it will, so the parry window is both very large and very narrow all at the same time. If you get the perfect parries, you take no damage. But if you just if you completely botch it, you still parry and get half damage. Yeah, and yeah, you still take the damage, but you still get the uh, uh, the energy that you collect to have bigger stickers. <laughs> Those little spirit stickers. Yeah, yep. and yeah, I thought so. I thought that the 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 whole the whole presentation was a, a it was a very very well put together package i think top to bottom the music the music was uh was pretty pumping i thought the, the the combat was solid it felt good it felt reactive enemies it felt like i had impact and then just overall the story uh, i i already 
kind of fell in love with that character, the quiet, you know, the quiet semi-samurai that just uh, enters a small town, but trouble follows him wherever he goes. Exciting stuff. Joel, you got any thoughts this week? Feelings? This game has a lot of polish. Hmm. You know, it, it feels smooth in movement. Uh, the, the actual pairing has an open window, so it's not too threatening. You, you know, it, it is very old-school platformer in that the enemies have a pattern that you have to learn to get through, but the actual pairing aspect really adds a nice layer that I think makes it a unique approach on it. Yeah. Being a not, I want I don't want to say souls game, but in a way when you die, you do get set back. Um, and the first time you die, you get sent to this other location where it has you kind of brush up on some of the combat skills. Just yeah, in they case make you, they make you do like, you're, you're going to fight a bot. They're like, you know, you died. Maybe you shouldn't have died here. Practice. Yeah. That was kind of <laughs> neat. I feel like, and so I encountered that when I was already pretty far into the depths. It wasn't until after I'd faced like my third of the gold samurai warriors that I finally bit the dust and I had to go back and it felt like it was kind of a backtrack because most of the skills I already knew how to use just from, you know, improvising, but it was a good refresher. I, I think it could have been used a little bit sooner though, or like put you in a situation where your character doesn't necessarily survive just in case you need to know how to use those skills but not not too uh, not too bad well i did like that when you got sent back your experience didn't reset you kept you kept everything so really it was just time that you're losing yeah didn't make me feel too bad about biffing it there i didn't have to worry about going to reclaim life or runes or whatever the kids are collecting these days i don't know you got at least two out of the three of you are playing that uh game of the year 2022 elden ring i have you finished it you platinumed it i have a review so you platinumed it i've not had the opportunity to play it and I've, (laughs) i've had a family emergency so i've not had the opportunity to play it okay i'm just Want to throw it out there. Steve is well on his way, so you be careful. I know. I helped walk him through several bosses. Yeah, he's going to get to the end. I'm I'm seeking help. Anyone who wants to give me a nice handicap, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, what, what platform are you on? He's on PC. Xbox. Oh, Xbox. He's on the Xbox. So if you got the Xbox, <clears throat> you got to hit up Joel, because I sure can't help him, because I'm not playing. Uh, and Alex has got it on the PlayStation. Yep. Sherpa me. Yeah. Anybody, please reach out to the podcast. Mail at superggradio.com. Uh, yeah. I was going to jump into provide a review, but that, that'll be later. <laughs> it becomes <laughs> habit, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it kind of. Repeat the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I wanted to do it, but not so much. But what I really wanted to do was hit a dedicated sexy dance button. And I feel like this next game has got that it's just me and you getting on this one <laughs> we're the only ones that played it oh shoot yeah. okay i i played a tad bit before okay. we started okay that's that's acceptable it's unacceptable to have not played any of the games i are we we'll get you back alec don't worry we got plenty 
plenty to talk about uh, this week because, like I said, we have three early adopters. So the second one that we we jumped into this week was Cape Lord Bounty Hunters. And let me tell you, this game has something to say. It does. And that, and that is that it's a 2D platforming, uh, cyberpunk-esque, uh, you're a bounty hunter, you're a hot chick, mm-hmm. and... You're, well, opening, hold on, you're hold a hot... Hold you're on. a hot... Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you talk, <laughs> just let me get to... The opening part is like, all right, you got to make your way to this zone. So you go, you jump through all the hoops, you climb on some some things. Yeah, just just a couple of puzzles, uh, pass a whole bunch of soldiers, and then you get to the door, you walk in, and that's when the cutscene starts. And your character just like does the sexy strut up and then just starts dancing. She gets on that pole. And then it zooms out, and you got two other characters that you need to play. It is pretty gratuitous, isn't it? Yep. It it was in my face, and I don't think I mind it. Well, hold on. <laughs> this is inspiring something in you, and, and I have problems. I don't. Know, I guess I don't want to yuck your yum, Getty. But they are not. Uh, I guess they're not. They're not technically sexy ladies. They are sexy cybernetic furries. It is very clear that they are furries. It says they call themselves furries. Do they? Yes. Yes, they do. I didn't <laughs> see that anywhere, but. As clear as FurryCon is a cro- is one block away from my pl- my house, not a block. It's like once you uh, yeah, you might want to pull out the measuring stick there, bud. Yeah, it's about it. It's it's a, it's the next street over. Can't do that on NPR. FurryCon, <laughs> FurryCon, yeah. The, these are cybernetic furries, and it's it's again, it's very funny all the way all around. But it doesn't play to be funny. It's just funny for me, and that's okay. Um. You uh, you have the it, it's what's for my for me it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Charlie's Angels. You got three different uh, ladies, uh, cybernetic furries that each have different uh, weapons. You have like a bow and arrow. You have a uh, katana, and then what was the other one? What was the third one? It was like a magic user. It was a magic user. Okay. Yeah, she had yeah, like, like a, a lightning. lightning orb. Oh yeah, the- yeah, you're right. Okay, that auto that auto targeted enemies. Yup. And then. Um, you, you know, you would fight, you would go through these different maps, and it, since you're a team, you're bounty hunting single people, so you would have kind of a map that was uh, 2D platforming focused, and your characters would go to different positions and do different parts of the map to complete and get your bounty. So it was, it was cool that there was teamwork involved. You had to put one character in a spot and then have her dance to, uh, I, to distract everybody. That was very funny. Alex, um, uh, I, I need to make a, a small correction here. You yeah. keep saying furries, but mm-hmm. very clearly in the game description it says furies. Oh, is mm. it? Furies. I called them furries because they had like ears and tails. You could buy upgraded outfits for them to give them a different style. But the furies are a completely different thing. Okay, but I, again, they have ears and tails. Because you can buy different outfits. That's their, that is their base outfit. You can, you can buy different outfits. I'm so sorry. Fury. They're furies. All right, when furies. I see a long tail and ears, uh, I think gonna, uh, have you to... have a fursona. <laughs> and all of them have a giant fluffy tail. If you... F- fursonas. If you buy... You know, you, say, you yell fursona and you rip off your mask and then you, and the summon happens. All right. Well, you've made this awkward for everybody. 
<laughs> but I, I did like that there was a dedicated uh, sexy dance button uh, to kind of distract people. Uh, that made me laugh. My dedicated during, sexy dance button is Rihanna. During your playtime, did you make it to the second stage, Alex? Uh, yes. You, you did. Did you get to experience anybody invading your game to uh, attack you? No. I did. So that was cool. kind of neat. So the second stage, uh, the first one, it's a simple, you you go through, you collect keys, you kill the mark, because you're bounty hunters. In the second stage, uh, you are still trying to do the same thing, but at the same time, people are invading your game and trying to stop you from doing it. I couldn't quite tell what the overall purpose of that was, because the people that were killing me, they weren't going after the keys that I dropped afterwards. They just kind of like, hung out and then they came after me again so maybe in future versions or in the the finished product you'll be able to upgrade or you'll get more points towards you know i mentioned that you could buy different outfits so maybe you'll get more if you do pvp and pk some people yeah but this this was still kind of fun i did like the diversity of the attacks that the characters had we mentioned All of them, I, I didn't as much care for the magic user. You really have to be up close and personal. I'm more of a range kind of person. When See, it comes I found to... that I was, I found like you have the sword user though. I was missing so often that I end up like just preferring the magic user just because I didn't have to aim. Ah, yeah. Well, the, the alt fire is helpful. So mm-hmm. even for the sword user, you could still use like an assault rifle. Uh, and yeah. I, I, um, I think that, I, f- I feel like that the the one thing I, I can say that might need a little bit of improvement is that I felt like there wasn't a lot of impact when I hit. My, yeah. My, my hits weren't, when they would connect, I couldn't feel it. And the, the enemies would just kind of bounce off of it, uh, especially the ones that... So there were some stationary enemies that would do ranged attacks at you, and then there were those that were more mobile, but mm. yeah. Exactly. Uh, the ones that would run at you, even when they were standing still, if you hit them, you didn't see them get phased as much. I would like to have some weight, especially with the, the melee user, and have them you know, get knocked back or at least create some space, just mm-hmm. enough so that I could get another sword attack off. Even yeah, in the just PvP. So, it, it, so yeah, it felt like my shots were hit connecting because sometimes I, I, you know, I would swing at them three times and all of it would hit and take, they would take damage, but it would just go right through them. <clears throat> yeah. How did you feel about the ultimates or the like the bonus abilities that the characters had? Uh, refresh me because that one uh, I don't remember. So the the melee fighter had a hand grenade, and yep. then the the range character had like a shield bubble that I you could. What the what's the magic user? I I don't remember either. That's why I was yeah. trying to sneakily yeah. get in there and be like, yeah, I, no, I, I cannot <clears throat> remember for the life of me. I just didn't play the the magic user as much. Mm. But I thought you know I. I, I, yeah, that, I think that's what that game needs is it needs that variability. Um, I found myself relying only like say on a sword slash and without using the alt fire. And I felt like that, like I did that for a little bit and then I started to feel like this isn't that it, it I need some variable. I need to, I need to play it differently because, uh, playing only one way it, it feels flat. And once you start throwing in the, the, you know, throwing the grenade, pull out the assault rifle, uh, you know, that kind of thing, I, then you start to feel like, okay, this is this now I'm, I'm setting up combos and I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm switching it up back and forth. I'm, sh- I'm hitting cooldowns. And that's, that's where for me it started to shine a little bit more. Yeah. You got to, you got to hit the cooldowns. 
You really do. Yeah, definitely uh, worth checking out. Uh, There's definitely more polish that's going to go into it. Not a finished product here. It looks like... This is still like a playtest. Still in playtest. It shows that they're expecting to launch close to middle of June. So a couple of months. Keep an eye on it. Like I said, might be worth coming back to. I definitely, definitely, definitely think that it would be better playing with more people too. Now, something you didn't touch on that I am curious about. Was Mm -hmm. there any way to customize your play style with a particular character? Was there equipment? Was there skill tree? Was there something? Unknown as of yet. Yeah, not really in the beta. Yeah. But I think that it, it would benefit from it very much so especially if you throw in like um throw in some status effects or uh just have have things be a little quicker okay your attacks do are a little bit faster now or something like that yeah or there is more knockback mm-hmm. i would definitely invest some skill points in that create some separation hell yeah from those cybernetic fur- uh, furries <laughs> oh man well i don't really know I how to clanky furries i mean speaking speaking of doing more damage faster Mm -mm. terrible no No. see here's the problem like you took it you bundled Mm -hmm. up everything that i had and you just threw it into you know what it's fine it's fine talk about plan b we'll talk about uh vampire survivor sonic fox should be in this game vampire survivor what is vampire survivor well, it is. It's one of Alex's games of shame. That's what it is. It yeah. It was gifted to the members of the podcast, except for Alec, who already had it and was hours ahead of us. It it is a it. a oh, fun yeah. little romp. So <laughs> so that's uh, it. Uh, nothing else. <laughs> the um the way I put this is that there are there are kind of. Uh, there are ways to repackage and repurpose a game to to make it almost completely different. And I like that when games try to do that, where they'll take just almost like just uh, just take the assets from a game, strip them out, and then make a new game. Uh, chess uh, was it shoot uh, shoot king? What was it? Was that shoot king last week? What was was that? Was that what it's called? The game we played last week. I we don't... played uh, shotgun shotgun king. king? Yeah. yeah, shotgun king. Uh, also, what comes to mind is Dota 2, where you make an, mm-hmm. an entirely different game based off of the assets from, say, Worldcraft 3. This is one of those where they took uh, the assets from these old NES, like Castlevania games, and they use that to uh, essentially make a bullet hell, but instead of bullets, it's just thousands and thousands of enemies and you are constantly getting those Castlevania items that will fire on their own in intervals and uh, kill the thousands of uh, enemies. You try to survive. Yep, you gotta For survive. For as long as you can. Get that, stack upgrades. that garlic. Stack that garlic. That That is That's the way to do it. The soul eater. I have not found that yet. <gasps> So, have you evolved anything, Alex? Uh, I have played seven times. Oh, that is family enough. emergency. Family emergency. Yeah, that that's fair. But the, so, um, the, the I, I just wanted to say that these, um, as you as you defeat enemies, they will drop gems that are experience points that will level you up, and then you can get new items or upgrade the items you currently have 
and all in the uh, all in the guise of just trying to survive. And uh, was it like thirty minutes per level? Thirty minutes stops per level. Yep. Yeah. I've only made it seventeen. So the in addition to that, there are mid boss and boss monsters that will drop chests. And they give you between one and five power-ups. Mm-hmm. Is that where the is that where the chests come from? Yes, from I didn't know where they came from. The blue outlined monsters, and oh. sometimes the bigger versions of monsters will show up, and those gotcha. are the ones that will drop. Oh man, chests. I gotta start focusing those uh, focusing those down. So here's the thing, too. If you have an item and a weapon that go together the uh, garlic and the one that regenerates the pulmonaria or something like that. Mm-hmm. Once you have your garlic completely leveled up, if you get a chest, it will evolve the garlic. It is possible mm. to. The <laughs> results of the chest are randomized. Uh, so I've had good luck, I guess, that anytime I've had something av- available to evolve, it evolves it. Usually that's further along in your playthrough though yeah because you have to collect eight seven or eight it levels yeah for most yeah. of them so you have to get it seven or eight more times and each time you level up it gives you between three or four different options that you can select to upgrade when you start out each character starts with a base weapon and then they can select something from the list so as uh alec mentioned you have weapons and then you have like just uh equipment power-ups yeah yeah power-up equipment so you can have five of each and once you get them you can upgrade them more by collecting more of the same and uh, yeah i realized i don't know if it was very quickly i think after two three runs i started to get like a lot of stuff that was uh coming up uh or unlocking rather because as you progress you can unlock more stuff for your playthroughs and then i was like wait a second so one of the items that I had, it showed on it, like, you need this to evolve this. And I was like, all oh, right, yeah. picking that up. And then it's run-based. So you got to kind of hope that you get lucky here and it you get stuff that suits your playstyle. Otherwise, you got to wing it. Well, the other part is I think that what helps is to focus you uh, when you get uh, when you level up, you have three, sometimes four options to pick from. But uh, I found that, like, you know, if you get the same thing multiple times, it levels it up to become more powerful. And I think that, like, that's the key is to just not get seven, like, so, not seven to ten items, but just to pick, like, three. Yeah, but it doesn't, them up it doesn't always let you. That's the problem. Right. What do you mean it doesn't always let you? Sometimes you have three brand new items to pick from and you can't level one of them up. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, like, if you have four items, whenever you get a pull, it's always going to be have one of those. Again, once you get towards the the part where Alec and I are at, you have even more unlocks that became available from playing through. So yeah. you oh, yeah. right now you're stuck because you have this amount of items that you can possibly select from. Oh, when I ain't I play, stuck. I'm, in, I'm loving this. No, no, I mean, but you have only those. I'm using stuff that you don't even know about, bro. I'm using <laughs> the pentagram to incinerate everything on the screen. Including, yeah. including my treasures. Yeah. Oh, why would you do that? Uh, uh, because, because it obliterates everything randomly. 
Yeah. It's saved my bacon so many times. Once you get to like the 27 minute mark, the screen Mm. is literally so full of monsters that they are falling like through the game. Like it'll (laughs) glitch and it'll show them like partially on, on items that you cannot walk on because it's just shoving them into this tiny screen. No. So the, um, where I'm at, there are like waves of just uh, bats that are flocked through. These yeah, giant flocks of bats. Is awesome for that. Mm-hmm. But the the thing about it is that at like minute seventeen, when they come in, there's so many enemies that the flocks don't go through each other. So just just ramming z- hordes of zombies in yep. the flock now, and they're stuck glitching these zombies using a, using a zombie wall to shove zombies in my face. Man, you gotta like, run. You yeah, because the thing run. is, though, is that I, with my garlic level, the the bats die instantly. But when they throw a whole wall of zombies, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, Alex, have you gotten to the milk factory yet? I no, have only seen it at the first level because I want to be. I want to finish the the first level. You mm, don't do it. Go go. Don't do it. Go to the library. Be, go to the library. Yeah, mm. I fa- I found. Honestly, that for my playstyle, the library is the easiest one to get to the thirty-minute mark. No, oh, I mean I, I'm like there's no there's there's no frustration. But I just want to make that clear: there's no frustration point. I'm having a blast. I oh just yeah, was yeah. Like, oh. No, uh, don't get me wrong. I haven't been frustrated with it. I I get a little sad when the drops that I don't want, or yeah, when I get drops I don't want. But I can still you know salvage it. I can still collect some gold so I can try and upgrade some of the just skills that you have so that your character can survive longer or they have better armor that there's a resurrection uh, option there's an option to get an extra projectile because which everything pretty much counts as a projectile except for the garlic yes even the whip counts as a projectile oh really that's stupid yeah i don't don't know how that works but the whip is the worst the worst item i think no it's not that man Especially oh, yeah. once you evolve it, so yeah. If you get if you're, I've been playing with uh, the character that innately gives you an extra projectile. Mm. I have the extra projectile unlocked, and I have a equipment drop that gives me up to two extra projectiles. There you go. So that's like five, <laughs> five, five whips, extra knives that you're throwing. Yes, yeah. five extra daggers five extra i was using the spell the 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 wand and that's why <gasps> i like that one character yeah i don't the wand counts i don't think that uh the uh the lightning strikes count as a projectile i'm not certain mm. it's okay joel lightning what, have you, what, what have you thought with your time with it i uh i did not know that there was any upgrade system in this game. We have just hijacked oh, this whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I brought Joel in. I was like, oh, so you did, So you haven't gotten the same item multiple times? I mean, I have. I, I thought you meant something different, I guess. I just, this game is great in its simplicity, at least from the vantage point that I played. Because it's pretty straightforward. There's four different character types you can choose that have their base attack and then like you guys said the upgrades themselves can be like the the flaming jar from castlevania or 
uh, aside holy water or even even like uh, life refills and things but it uh, really makes it so that every time you play you could try a different strategy of what to collect and make the play style completely different like I, I've I play. I played probably about as much as you, Alex, this week, and uh, I jump back and forth between like the flock of birds and just trying to basically have that around, or uh, diversifying between several things. And it's just been really cool to, in each round, try a different approach and see how it plays out. Yeah, I, and I think it's. I think it, this has been like. <clears throat> a very low key uh, thing in the in the video game industry that everyone's kind of like, oh snap, you playing the Vampire Survivors? This game is this game's awesome, and uh, I had it had been in my uh, it had been in the back of my mind as you know every once a year I pick a game like a you know kind of a cheap fun game that we could all play that uh, is not in the main zeitgeist, but it you can play it and just kind of have some silly fun, maybe see who has the highest score out of all of us, and. Uh, this was this year's, and I and I felt like this is something that we all just kind of picked up, you know, tried it out, and then been like, okay, I I can just I could just do one more run. Let me just like I was in a I was in a meeting with uh, a whole team, uh, by whole team meeting at work, and I was like, well, this is just this whole meeting could have been an email. <laughs> so I could probably like probably do like two runs real quick. Nope. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing that drives me crazy. Yep, that I'm in these meetings and I'm just running Vampire Survivor in the background. Yeah, no, this is a, a good choice. It's addictive in its simplicity, but there's a lot of depth. A lot, a lot of depth. Yeah. So, Getty, where did you get to unlocks-wise? How, uh, how many stages do you have unlocked? I am at the Milk Factory. I have, in my last three attempts, gotten to the point where I can see the map but I cannot get to it because something always kills me. Oh. I figure okay, so. once I get that map, I, I've been looking at the uh, achievements on Steam, and it's like, go and find the coffin in areas one, two, and three. Um, but also at the end, uh, when you get, like, at, I want to say, like, the 28-minute mark in the library, there's a giant guy that shows up that looks like a Dracula, and I killed him, so I feel like that was. Yeah, you get the uh, you get the hyper mode for that one. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think so. I haven't tried hyper mode. Have it's you? fast. I tried it a little bit and instantly died. <laughs> do, do the maps loop? No, uh, no, no. They just the never big. stop. They're just big. Well, so yeah. Do you have the map fragment, Alec? Can you tell us if yeah when you hit like the pause? How big is the map when you hit the pause? It says so, that you unlock a, like a map in the pause right. menu. You can see the map in the pause menu in the library, for example, which has no up and down, just left and right. Yeah. There is an item if you go all the way left. There's an item if you go all the way right. All right. But then you can keep going right or left past those items, and you will never loop back around to where you came from. Yeah, hmm. it's just endless, and that's why... There's a little like a tractor orbs that can drop from some of the items. Yeah, that's. Here. I'm always like afraid of going. I'm always like hoping that it loops back because I'm like I don't oh, want to miss it? these gems if you, I leave. You could just hope that you find one of those orbs and then get all your gems because it comes flying at you. 
Yeah, that's like three levels. I don't. That's what I'm saying is I don't want to not get one of the because I've gotten, I've done like say seven runs and I've gotten those orbs like three times. Yeah, your best bet, honestly, to get more money, to get more achievements and unlocks, go to the library next because it's only left and right, and it's easy to keep in a loop with the obstacles that are there. Um, also, uh, just for note, this game is in early access. Yeah, it's uh, version 0.5 right now. Yep, so that's why this is also in early adopters. We're and good. what, this game was like $3? Yes. Yeah. So go buy it. Two fifty. I bought, I bought it on sale. Ooh, I bought it full price. Oh, it like no. Dollar, it was like $1.75. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's $3 right now. He, Go buy it. he bought it for two fifty. I checked last week. Don't listen to this guy. Was it? I thought it was cheaper than that. Nah. I, I remember, remember because I went to the site and I looked at it and I was like, man. Alright. Uh, yeah. I think I bought Snakey Bus for 5 and I think Devil Daggers was 7 so I'm getting Fit. cheaper. <laughs> Devil Daggers was what? No way. I think it was like, maybe it was more than that but I thought it was like 7 I didn't think it was that expensive. Oh well. Alright. That was Vampire Survivors. Everybody here says go buy it. So if you're not buying it, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, Devil Daggers is five. Is it really? But you, I thought you bought it on a sale. All right, not, none of this matters. None of this matters. But you know what does matter? I'm going to change my outfit, and we're going to take a break. Be right back. Hey, news. We got lots of movie stuff to talk about this week, including somebody singing a song that we can't uh, sing on the podcast. So. I'm pretty sure listeners. fair use allows for just that brief little bit. Maybe if you say it like we did last week, that way. Yeah, I haven't it. actually listened to last week's yet. Oh, okay. Well, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I listened to the week before. So. How dare you participate you in this podcast without listening to every episode? <laughs> Heartrig abandoned, abandoned, abandoned us years ago. Did he really? Man, that uh, guy. A year ago. Yeah. So I can start talking smack about him, too? It used to oh, be just been Ramos. Smack. You've been talking smack. Ramos has never listened to us. Uh, Chris Zach, still a faithful listener. Is he? Let's yeah. shout out to Chris Zach. Happy new baby. Happy new baby. Woo. We're coming over. <laughs> we'll never get in the door. We're, g- we're coming over. It. We'll never get in the door. You don't think so? Even with my I mean, mustache? Oh, man. Especially yeah, not with your mustache. definitely not getting in the door with that mustache, guy. And just, like, hit the window, like, hey, Lincoln. Lincoln, let me in. You should not be allowed <laughs> near 50 feet from schools with that mustache. Are they? Do they live next to a school? Uh, it doesn't yes, matter. they do. All right. all right uh so jumping into the news uh looks like we have i'm gonna skip the first one for just this second play date handheld start shipping to customers play date handheld we looked at this it is a cozy little kind of like a a game boy uh, i don't it does not color right it's just like a game boy uh old black black and white. white 
But the thing is, a, though, is that everything is way more detailed. Yeah. It's with really, the, really detailed. With a crank on the side of it. So you can crank it. Yep. Crank back three times. like someone sat on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crank that play date, boy. Yeah. So that's exciting news. Uh, this had quite a few games. Uh, it looks like 24 games that are coming out with it. It's a season of games. Yeah. So lots of content for you to enjoy with your your crank and your 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 friends, I guess. You, you, you can pass crank it, it with your friends. You pass it around. Everybody plays. That's why it's a play date. Everybody takes a turn cranking it. Um, the interesting thing about uh, the play date is that the 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 makers of of games for the play date uh, that the the names themselves are just kind of all over the place. Uh, I believe. Rami Rami Ishmael, the the guy who created Papers Please, made a game. I know that uh, someone who's we've worked with, uh, who made Mixalumia, uh, Dave Makes, uh, made a game for the Playdate. So it's got some names attached to it for these very short, uh, uh, you know, little fun time handheld games that all again involve a crank, crank back, crank forward. Yep, crank all over. Crank it. Yep. All right. You ever seen the movies Crank? Those are good movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Game Boy Advanced, Nintendo Switch Online leaks emulators for Game Boy and Game Boy Advanced. That's exciting. From the sounds of it, this isn't this this is a uh, this isn't so much like this is all a rumor, but uh, there is there is evidence of you know, happenstance things just like occurring where people, someone found off of a switch that had these emulators installed. And, um, there has been word of Nintendo working on trying to figure out emulation for these games. So there is a lot of things that could add up to this being a part of it. Joel, how much would you pay to have this? Zero more than I currently pay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're really nickeling and diming you with the extra. Say that. They they got me into the, uh, you know, forty bucks more expensive or whatever it was plan. You know they can they can spare a little Game Boy and Game Boy Advance, just just a sprinkling. That's enough. Would you Would you play these? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I've I've got plenty of Game Boy games that I love playing. Like uh, Wario Land was re- really really good. Uh, I actually did play a. Donkey Kong Land game that was mm. out at the same time as Donkey Kong Country and tried to do the same thing. Uh, a lot of it would probably be more nostalgia play, just to sort of go back and you know experience the games I haven't been able to play for a long time. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely spend some time in there. Okay. Anything that you specifically would seek out? Um, like anything that was... During that generation that you never got a chance to put your hands on that you would die to today? You know, I think there was a game called uh, Ninja 5.0. Ninja 5.0. That I have heard several podcasts and videos talk about as this hidden gem of, I think it was Game Boy Advance. Uh, mm-hmm. That is something I'd be very interested to try, just to 
get a perspective <laughs> personally and, instead of, you know, taking their And word. that was on the leaked list. Right. And, and that's part of why that comes to mind. <laughs> ah, okay. You know, sometimes people have like a game that they're like, oh, shoot, I really missed it. Alex is a prime example who in the last year uh, just went on and bought tons of games knowing that the stores fronts that support them are no longer going to be around so you know there's this is a personal attack no it's not i'm just like maybe you got a couple of games that you actually actively seek out or that you would be like oh man i gotta play this now that it's it's coming out so you know it's everybody's got those games that they're like oh gotta go back gotta try this out I'm having a hard time thinking of specifics for it. Metroid Fusion, maybe. But I also had a ROM cart for it, so I played everything that I wanted to play when it was out. Mm. There was also talks of those Castlevanias, those advanced Castlevania games. But didn't uh, they put out that collection as well? They did. There's some Tony Hawk Pro Stater games on Game Boy Advance. I'd be curious to try those. Yeah, because they're like isometric. Right. Right. It's just a different vantage point, but I remember reviews saying that, oh, it totally captured what Tony Hawk's Pro Stater is. It's just weird that it wasn't like a direct port. It was like its own specific thing. I don't think the Game Boy Advance could hit the same points as PlayStation. But oh, of course. Think. Of course not. I just meant like, it's just why you don't see that very often where you get a completely different version of the game. Yeah, and I think it was more common back then, especially between like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Yep, Genesis had the superior Aladdin game. <laughs> it did. I don't know why that's important, but all it, right. It must be. That's the one I played. S- a Space Harrier 2, Shining Force 2, Sonic Spinball for Genesis Nintendo Switch Online. That has just occurred. That's like pretty right pretty now. Fresh. Can we yeah. can we repeat that list? You want me to? Okay. Yes. Space Harrier 2. Shining Force 2. Sonic Spinball. What, I look I... forward to Sonic Spinball. Okay. That's, that's... <laughs> I hope it has I like, the necessary lag, is what I, what I was, the, my thought process was, because I remember hitting several bumpers and shooting Sonic through, you know, tunnels, but I also remember the horrible lag you'd have to wait through, and I also felt like that was probably part of the game, and I don't know if I could play it if it actually ran smooth. So for what it's worth, uh, my test case is usually Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm-hmm. I played that persistently, and I, I know exactly where it chugs. <laughs> and uh, they got that right. So Oh, great. Okay, so they, then this will probably chug as well. Fantastic. That's what I want. I'll play this. <laughs> right. I, I just want that. Shining Force. Two. Well, yes, I mean two or one, but yes, Shining Force 2 was definitely the superior one. I think one might be on there already. Uh, probably. That sounds right. Why wouldn't, why would you release it without putting the original Shining Force out there? I don't know. I don't know either. Reasons. I don't work for Nintendo. Got an uncle that does. (laughs) Licensing. (laughs) I mean... I feel like that could uh, be hinting at something later on in the news, but I can't tell. Not, I, I don't know what's going on most of the time. So, uh, Speaking of we're, we're really, like, 
delving deep into these old games, uh, we got Sega developing a new big-budget jet-set radio and crazy taxi games. I I can't help but be a little bit surprised. The The conversation around this is that they're trying to... It sounds like they're they trying to break into that Fortnite craze is kind of how they were trying to spin this. They had a press release that says Fortnite like six times. Uh, so, in what context, though? Because I can say Fortnite, but I don't know what it means. They're trying to get. They're trying to find that mainstream success that could appeal to everybody and be a hangout space for kids and blah 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 buzzword. But that all has to do with that's Fortnite like. So. Oh wait, it's a Fortnite like they they just want no money, clue. but they want. So these yeah. games, Crazy Taxi. It was. I would say it was mildly successful. I remember it being a little bit more successful in an arcade because it was that right. you would sit down in the taxi and it would just be like all over the place. Um, that and was that Offspring song would play. That was the way to yes. play it. You could play it at home. It just wasn't as exciting as sitting in an arcade with the much bigger screen. I mean, nowadays you have a, a bigger screen. You usually have a bigger screen home. Yeah. But back then, that was that was the way to play. I don't, Jet Set Radio, I didn't play it. I, I feel like, Alex, you did? Yep. Love it. Love that okay. series. Uh, there's already a spiritual successor. Um, I don't think that... It's more for me, I just don't know what you would do with to make it a big, successful, crazy thing. I mean, you can't really make it like a battle royale, per se. So it's like... Okay, I mean, I guess you could start selling some skins and have a battle pass, I guess, with some of those games. Like, I'm going to play and try to, like, leader with leaderboards. You could technically do a, fa- you know, I'm going to just collect a bunch of fares. You know, that, because Crazy Taxi did have a timer. So you could always do a battle royale, I guess, that way. Mm-hmm. Last man surviving. You looking at ways to incorporate this into Extra Life this year? No, I, I'm more just trying to think of how what they're trying to do. This plan does not... The, the, it seems like they're just kind of grasping at straws and saying, well, why don't we make one of these new games and then turn them into that newfangled Fortnite? And I don't well, know how that works. We're only seven months away from Extra Life, just to put it into perspective. Just offer everyone NFTs. They'll get plenty of people. <laughs> yeah, we're going to incorporate NFTs into our Jet Set Radio. Just really put the nail in the coffin. Those NFTs sure are hot right now. Wait, are we putting the nail in... Super GG Radio's coffin or NFT's coffin? Uh, in Jet Set Radio's coffin. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be a weird place for him to announce the collapse of the podcast in the middle of a news segment? <laughs> didn't we already, I mean, try, didn't we already it, try to take your artwork and then make it an NFT? I, I think Joel did, but I still don't okay. know what an NFT is. So, Okay, we, we have to make a pat here. Uh, <sighs> if that ever happens, mm-hmm. that, that it gets announced mid-episode, we got to finish the episode. <laughs> really? What, that's the nope, I'm episode? done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in 160 episodes anybody's ever gotten so upset that they uh, left mid-podcast. Uh, someone has walked away before, but no, not left for good. Walked away? Was it me? Hmm. Did I? Yes, you left. You left once. I think I've left once. I think it's it. I remember that. I remember a lot of things, though. We've only been doing this for uh, three years, something like that. Yeah. Yep. 
Jeez. Getting old. Almost as old as World of Warcraft news. <laughs> yep. Yep. New World yep. of Warcraft expansion. I don't know. And then WoW Classic is getting Wrath of the Lich King content later this year. Doesn't that defeat this, the purpose? Is this news for anybody? I don't, I don't know, man. I I mean, there, there's talks I, that this might yeah. be the last WoW expansion. I thought there was there have been talks that this might be the last WoW expansion since we hit level 100. Well, they're also under new ownership now, so... I, yeah. uh, I just found it fascinating that the WoW Classic is just becoming this lagging indicator of people wanting to start fresh and then them realizing that they're hungry for more once they get to the end of the DLC where <laughs> they stop at. They did this with uh, EverQuest. This isn't new. It is still very funny. They, they, they actually, they still do it with EverQuest where they will start like new seasons of servers that start fresh and are so many expansions behind this other server. Wow. And they release on a cadence. Well, except for here, they resold it. Yeah, hmm. that's... Yeah. Buh. Not looking good. No. What's that more classic game news? Sonic Origins to release June 23rd for $40. What are we even doing? Oh my gosh, who has $40? What does this come with? Sonic 1, 2, 3... Knuckles and Sonic CD. Yep. Sonic CD now, is very good. The question more, is more people with the Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles, can you do Sonic 1 and Knuckles and Sonic 2 and Knuckles and Sonic 3 and Knuckles? Can you play Sonic CD and Knuckles is the one I'm questioning. I don't think you could do that originally. Sonic CD wasn't even for Sega. Didn't well, I have to Sega buy CD. the special uh sonic with knuckles and then i could just plug the other games into it in my sega yes except for sonic cd because it was actually on a disc so there was nothing to connect the knuckles right nobody uses cds anymore what's a cd i mean that's why the dreamcast was so piratable so i've heard i mean i i have one (laughs) and it it continues to be very piratable i all the games i had for it were pirated (laughs) yep i got a stack of them in a crate somewhere I just found my Dreamcast the other day. Pirate oh, I games. My, I know where mine is. I had a vague idea. I'll get you so, some. So um, the, the issue with the Sonic thing is that there is multiple versions to play that have different unlockable stuff, including coins. You get a bunch of coins, or you get animations and menus. They're kind of nickel and diming the different variations. That's part that's of it. The, the other weirdness is that, like, you would think that the different editions, you would just see, like, base plus this, plus this, plus this. But instead, it's this weird, like, regular edition, this. Special edition, the next two things. Super special edition, we don't actually have those two things, but now you have these three things. And, and so it's not even, like, a tiered... Uh, the chart ended up making some amount of sense. What do the coins but do, Alec? I have no <laughs> idea. I think they're just microtransactions. And what do the coins For what? do? For what? I don't know. That's Sound? The, that's the point. I don't know what you get with those Who coins. Who are you upset with? Are you upset with him that they're doing this? No, I'm upset with, with everyone saying. that they're doing this. He's this not doing this to you. He is. <laughs> you you stay away from that man. He's a His good uncle man. Sega. 
<laughs> I, I will say one, there are a few things that look nice about this. Number one, maybe it's just the, the screen or advertising, but it looks nicer, uh, a little more crisp there than what I've been playing lately. Two, also, I'm told it's widescreen? Yes, that's what I was going to no. get to. They have actually made it a widescreen option. So like the idea of having that much more real estate, I'd be curious to see how it affects the way I'd play it, you know, just having that much more visibility. I I feel like you would be you would see a lot more like a lot more bad things coming ahead of it. So you could yeah. react faster. That's what I was sort of thinking. Yeah. Nice. All right. We're nearing the end. We have new Tales from the Borderlands coming later this year. Kind of surprising. I knew that they were bringing back some of the old games with uh, Telltale. I just didn't expect Tales from the Borderlands to be one of them, and so soon. Yeah, you're getting you're getting all you're getting all the hot news you know like this year getty everyone everything seems like it's like directly for you though on the like uh, you know I, I was more like you i saw a link that said borderlands and i was like are we getting a trailer finally for the movie no okay no you gotta wait for that it's coming out this year you gotta wait it doesn't it's just in addition to not... the playstation 5 that you owe joel mm-hmm. are you also gonna take him to the movie as like punishment for yourself i mean joel you want to see the movie you want to see the borderlands movie um but you have to drive there joel you want to see the borderlands movie fuck that no (laughs) (laughs) see i was totally ready to i'm like yeah let's go see a movie i'll come out there he'll come out he'll make it like a whole day of it it'll be a day trip oh man we got to get those milkshakes where it was just like straight brownies in there those are obscene they're just (laughs) terrible what's the point don't call it like those bloody marys that have like a giant like chicken on it but instead of a giant chicken it just has like three cookies and a s'more on it okay it's a good shake this sounds really good (laughs) it's a really good shake (laughs) does this this make you upset are they really that bad it's just obscene it's too much right it's yeah it's the american uh it's like a huge root beer mug filled with ice cream, but the ice cream isn't actually like, uh, you know, it's it's too runny, but it's not really feeling like a shake. And then they have the damn skewers there with like brownies, uh, marshmallows, actual like other pieces of uh, chocolate tied to it, like big whipped cream and the cherry on top. And it's just, yeah, it, it's something you have to share with a table of people in order to even divvy it out. But then you're like having everybody's spoons mixed into one cup. And that's kind of oh, delicious. Not in a COVID, not in COVID time. All right. Well, here's that movie news. I thought, I thought for sure there was more than one piece of movie news this week. At least when I checked earlier, there was, uh, but the rock also known as Dwayne Johnson is producing an it takes two movie for Amazon. Maybe. The question mark is is really what throws me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's what the news said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw a picture of a giant ice cream sundae or shake or I don't know what this thing is, but there's a place near me that sells something like that. 
I it's like I'm actually feeling calories. kind of like this. Hungry? No, this this does look too sweet. I might be sick with how much sugar is in this. Oh, okay. Now, so the Rock, <laughs> the Rock has been in several video game movies. How do you do? You feel like he'll jump into this one as well? I mean, he's been in Doom. He's been in uh, the, what was the other one? Uh, oh, what was the 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 guy the Godzilla creatures? Fast that and the story? Furious, Rampage. No, Rampage. Rampage. Fast and the yeah. Furious. He's not in those anymore. Got beef with Vin. Yeah, but wait, let me family. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If they make a game based mm-hmm. off of one of the movies, does it still count? Mm-hmm. Or is it's it different? Based on, well, so know. you said oh. video game movies. But oh if, no, 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 no! That doesn't count. <laughs> Very specific. They rules have that to we be a by. video game first, then made into a movie. So. Mario Brothers. I could see, uh, you know, get rid of Chris Pratt. Let's make The Rock Mario. I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would pay to see a buff-ass Mario. <coughs> yeah. I thought this was animated. I would still pay to see a buff-ass Mario. <laughs> I mean... Maybe that says a lot about me. I, we can draw one for you. I want him, I want him vascular. Can we? <laughs> Whoa. Actually, I think I've seen that picture. I'll have to get, do some searching. Get, send on the me internet. something later. Send, send me something offline. I, I've seen at a con like this big buff Mario like stepping onto a Goomba and him just squishing out. I don't love this. That thing. is that is artwork that I've seen multiple times. Maybe we'll be able oh, to yeah. track it down. Get get one for Joel. He can put it on the wall. I I thought you meant yeah, Cos- but... you see I saw Cosmo oh, no. doing that. Oh, <laughs> we could be buff ass Mario's for the next convention. Well, we got to get buff ass first. Nah, we'll just get the muscle suits. Yep. Oh, I thought <laughs> we were gonna do a bunch of HBH or whatever. This is uh again let's sidetracked that, let's, from. Let's this. see what Joe Rogan does and just do a bunch of DMT. Freebies. <laughs> Thank you guys. We got we got freebies this week. Postal 2 over on GOG. We got Amnesia, Rebirth, and Riverbound. Is that the same game? Yeah. Riverbound is a different game. Okay. Wasn't abundantly clear. Uh, So Amnesia, Rebirth. We actually played uh, Amnesia on this podcast last year uh, for our spooky Halloween episode. Well, the Amnesia, Rebirth, I think, is part three. Yes. I was getting to that. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know if it was. <laughs> different, different game, continuation in the same realm of existence. And then uh, that's over on Epic Game Store, and so is Riverbound, also on Epic Game Store. You got eyes on Riverbound, Alex? What is it? Uh, yes, it looks... Uh, it's it's. I'll, I didn't quite see how it played, but I will say the art style is voxel. Ooh. Get that Ooh. Minecraft art. Extra voxel. Mm-hmm. Oh, the extra voxel. But for Getty, he's allergic, so hold the voxel. Uh, I don't remember that, but okay. I guess uh, before I go into shock here, let's head to the lobby and, and take a break. Yeah. 
and we're back back with the backlog blog where we play games for that sweet sweet loot baby that's right yep i'm playing elden ring i'm playing tiny <laughs> tina's wonderlands with my bro steve and we invited Former alex to play steve. uh many many times but he hates loot and fun so that's why he can't play it has family emergencies and stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm I know. Just I know. So, what you right, got. do you guys find? You guys put the cap on Tiny Tina. We put a cap. Steve put a cap on it like weeks ago. So oh, the really? game has been out four weeks. First DLC dropped today. Wow. Yeah, they uh, they had that one in the chamber ready to go. That Randy Pitchford getting it done. That guy is uh, he's something else. But he's insane. Is it like magic? <sighs> yeah, he loves magic. Yeah, we we also Yo, had some to next last week's podcast. We had some news about him last week. Yeah. <laughs> but I am just here to answer your questions and tell you a little bit about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh for those Does it end does it land land the ending? I enjoyed the ending quite a bit. It made the character who you are set out to hate more human. So, oh, it humanized the villain? Yes, it did. Okay. Uh, but voice actors in this, you got Andy Samberg, Wanda Sykes. Of course, you got Ashley Birch as Tiny Tina. And then the villain, you know him, you love him. He's Will Arnett. <laughs> Ooh, nice. So That's okay. a big list. Voice mm-hmm. acting cast absolutely nails it. Uh, sitting at the table... When you're playing, going through different missions, you have Wanda Sykes, who plays a robot, and Andy Samberg with just back-and-forth banter that's so funny. Wanda Sykes' character always wants to kill everything, while Andy Samberg's character always wants to romance everything. So they're usually like, oh, you could just go up to this guy and kill him. And then Samberg does that whiny voice, and he's like, no, you could just try and hit on him. Now, okay, uh, next question. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy or Tiny Tina, which has more ambient dialogue? Ambient dialogue. Uh, Just like the environmental, they just keep talking. You know, that's a tough one. Uh, I would have to say that because of all of the enemies that are also talking, it's probably Tiny Tina. Okay, because I just... I. I definitely have heard uh, people saying this is a great game, especially if you just put it on mute. You can. Some of the dialogue lines repeat, and that's probably the biggest uh, shortcoming. But when it comes uh, to... Well, I spent like people found like it's so much talking that it makes you have anxiety. Really? Yeah. Have they ever played Dungeons & Dragons? No. Well, that's no, that's a not. conversation. <laughs> that's a conversation. Because that's all not talking. A, I don't. I don't know what about this you. This seems like it's like four people just constantly talking at you. Not really. Not with that's you. what D and D is. Come on. Not, not at you. Not usually. You. So usually, where you're going or what you're doing, uh, Tiny Tina will will have some type of dialogue. There'll be a little bit of explanation at times, but not always. Mm. Uh, of course, it still has the bombastic boss introductions. But instead of this time it being like a place card that like slides down, she'll like take the dungeon or the bunker master book and just like slam it on the table, and it'll show like the stat block and the the baddie that you're about to face. 
So, oh, that's cool. That's a neat trick. Yeah, it leans very heavily into the Dungeons and Dragons idea, and that's what it does really well. I could not be happier with the way that this game leans into that. There's obviously stuff that's not the best. Um, I feel like they probably could have pushed the envelope a little bit more, but being that they tried to make this a little bit more friendly for everybody to get into, it's T for teen. I, they're trying to target that extra market here. Still rife with innuendo, so don't don't worry. You'll still get some of that. And uh, the best part of the whole thing are the side quests. You don't have to do them, but if you do, they are very involved, and those are like separate side missions that go on for a while, and it's a whole story. Like... It all starts with you go up to a quest giver. He's like, hey, I've got these magical beans. Can you go put them somewhere? So you take them. You like throw them uh, under a cliff and then giant magical bean stock grows and grabs a town and like crushes it up. And then it's like, oh, you can go into that area now. And then uh, there's different stuff that you do in that area. But it introduces like the the fairy godmother, which is played by brick from the first borderlands game and he's always trying okay. to punch everything okay so he's your fairy smash mother or fairy punch mother something like that joel we should really get back into getting you through that series i know we played like three hours of borderlands one and we kind of got the gist we should move on to borderlands two <laughs> all right <laughs> there <we go. laughs> i don't know if he's convinced his fate is sealed uh. i think i bought it for him Oh, I'm no. sure I doubt it somewhere. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's a good game. It's just really, really long. Oh, no. We're going to play like five hours and then be done. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Get the gist. Show them what this series is all about. Explosions and loot. Well, last time him and Harvard got in those cars and then just kept ramming each other <laughs> over and over again. Sure did. It was awesome. Stupid fun. Do you get cars in this one? There are not. Oh, oh the cars live. I'm out. <laughs> no, no cars. Uh, you transport. You move from area to area via the world map, and it's mm-hmm. just a map. But your character is like got a giant head. Kind of looks like a just a, a not a puzzle piece, but like a little character that you'd move around on your Dungeons and Dragons map. Yeah. So. I recommend it. Steve and I are at the end game. We're doing some chaos chamber runs, trying to get the extra good loot. And uh, yeah, we did a couple last night. It's pretty entertaining. It's comparable to what you would do during uh, like a Destiny uh, mission, like one of the strikes. Just okay it's broken up into smaller sections like room to room you do 10 rooms and then you fight a boss and it's new, just and is it new bosses or or repeats of the the game in-game bosses it is tougher bosses than what you faced in the regular game so they recycle it but because it's i don't you guys never played borderlands 3 is it the resistances and stuff no it is i, I was gonna say uh it's, uh, what, I, I can't remember what it called, they called it in Borderlands 3, but it just gets progressively harder. 
Yeah. And uh, as you gain ranks, like it bumps up the the enemies. Like they get more HP, they get more damage, they get more shields. Uh, but also your chance for better loot drops increases. Yeah, they did this for Diablo. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they had these like bonus like dungeons that you could do that they would recycle every season. Yeah, and then uh, okay. but you have to successfully complete one of these chaos runs in order to move on to the next part. It's entertaining. It keeps the game kind of fresh because you never know what you're going to get in the different rooms. And then Steve was showing me all this other crazy stuff that he found out. He's like, yeah, I was online and it said, like, if you look for these special things inside of the the rooms, you can unlock more stuff. And I was like, what? They put that in here? And we couldn't successfully do it. We couldn't find the the runes to activate the stuff, but it is more than I thought it was going to be. This is very, very fun. Do you, are you going to go, are you going to platinum it? Oh man, that's going to take a long time. We were joking about it last night. You need to be able to unlock every inventory upgrade. And we're at the point where it takes hours and hours and hours to accumulate 5 million gold. And that's still not enough to unlock a single slot where we're at. So, I mean, maybe if they unbalance the system and they break it so that we're just getting money we'll be able to do it yeah but yeah not anytime soon i'm glad you guys enjoyed it yeah you don't have to play it i just wanted to talk about it and now i'll shut up about it (laughs) all right so that'll bring us over to our one last thing Let's see. This week's one last thing is brought to you by... uh, Man, I didn't put anything in here. Uh, Alex spoiling movies? Alex trying to spoil movies. How about that? I don't always try to spoil movies. (laughs) I spoil movies for myself. But when I do, it's epic. (laughs) Hell yeah, it is. All right. Uh, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. I, I mean, I guess it doesn't actually count as a spoiler. It's been out so long. A, a, anyway, whatever. Uh, my one last thing. So since I have capped Borderlands, I'm still going to pluck away at it. But I'm finally going to dig into Life is Strange True Colors. Because uh, I know Joel made it through it. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of that series. So I will have some stuff to say about it. Hopefully here in the coming weeks. Alex? Uh, I got two things happening that are pretty big for me that are all embargoed, uh, but I will say that um, uh, I kind of beat Fall- I beat Fallow, and uh, I'm working on the grinding out some uh, Nobody Saves the World, trying to get that like 100% dungeons. 100%. It's a good, again, it's a good like TV podcast game. Yeah, we covered that last week. All right, Joel. So uh, I'm I'm in a bit of a Sonic kick for the last few weeks here, and been playing a few through a few of those. Uh, I usually about once a year sort of pick a game that's going to be my kind of like suffer game. <laughs> then I just pull myself through and, and beat it at no matter no matter what I can. Uh, and I think Sonic the Hedgehog Four is going to be my game like that for this year. Ooh, I'll do that. 
I'll do that. <laughs> is, I'll do that is with this you. that brutal? I, I, that... Uh, I, I don't know if maybe it's just a product of its time. I, I mean, not not that, but I mean, no, it, it, got, it got a it lot of bad. It, it was panned. It was panned in yeah. the review circuit. So uh, I'm curious, though. It's still available on Steam, at least. Uh, it doesn't look too expensive. I think ten bucks. So I, I think is I bought that it when it came out? Is that what we're doing? If we beat this, then we're gonna feel bad about ourselves, or? <laughs> I didn't say you had to do it. I'm saying I'm doing it to myself. I just want to no, see. I'll, I'll do it with you. I'll do it with you. Ooh, episode one and two, ten dollars each. Yep. That's how. My, that's all. That's all they made. They canceled all the rest. How many was it supposed to be? Probably like four, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Recent reviews mostly negative. Twenty six <laughs> of them. All reviews is mixed though. Yeah, I don't know. It is Steam. Somehow it says this is similar to Hollow Knight and Axiom Verge. Yeah, it says blasphemous for me. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. That doesn't seem right at all. All right, Alec, what do you got for us? I'm going to keep playing way too much Vampire Survivors. I know it says I have 20 hours on record, but I don't actually. But I'm going to get there. Good. Yeah, you'll have to report back and let us know what happens. I, I'm interested to see. I'd love to drop some more time into it. But there's so much else to do. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably play some more. We still got Outer Wilds, too. Oh yeah, <laughs> two weeks until that's it, due. Yeah, if you know, if it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back. I just saying, I was just reminding you that that is the video game homework that is still uh, something that I would I would like us to finish. Man, I'm gonna have to find some time to play that. I think I already played like two hours. Didn't you say it's like a 15 hour game? Yes. Is it really? Well, it depends on how you play it. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 also one of those games that if you know the solution, you can beat it in like an hour. Oh, have you started it, Jenny? I have. Okay, I that that uh, web really just it's a neat thing. I'm not going to go further into it, but like the the trail of clues is very cool. Yeah, it seems like it opens it up for you to explore it how you feel and. Uh, there's probably multiple tidbits. Uh, we'll get into it, but multiple tidbits yeah. that can take you anyway, whatever you choose to do. All right. Keep that in mind. Uh, Outer Wilds homework due soon. Probably too soon. We'll, we'll see. That'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where... Monday. Alex is streaming. Uh, Alex will be back to streaming this week, but gone next week. Uh, Joel, are you back on Tuesdays and Saturdays, or just Tuesdays? Uh, it's intermittent. Oh, yeah, baseball seasons now, uh, so we're working oh. on shifting Tuesdays. Saturdays definitely. Right now it's scribble knots. Yeah, that's what you'll be seeing for now. Nice. And I was planning to go to Getty's to give him an Elgato and show him how to stream, but I, uh, again, did not get the opportunity, so I'm planning on doing that relatively soon to show him how to stream so we can get him in there. Is that going to happen? Probably <laughs> I not. I find it funny that you just look at me and you're like, that ain't happening. <laughs> you, could, you, could t- you could say all you want. How many buttons can I unbutton during my stream? Uh, uh, maximum is four. What if they're not all visible? Because then it becomes pornography. What's the distance between buttons? I don't know. It's like 
two inches maybe i don't know how shirts work <laughs> i'll make the shirts <laughs> so that's that's our streaming uh, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the holy hell stop promoting of your choice. I feel like that's that, recycled. That, that was a that was a toppy. Somebody toppy pasted that. I don't know who did. <laughs> well, it's whatever whatever was in here, I'm reading it. Alright, thanks for listening. It's really Ron Burgundy that. But it wasn't bad. <laughs> hey. At least I didn't call the Furies the Furries. Good game, <laughs> Furry tail. Alex. GG Getty. GG Joel. Good game. And GG Alec. Good game. Goodbye, everybody. Fade away music. <laughs> <laughs>